surreal perfection. As the glamorous and discerning clientele of Cipriani on Yaz Island enjoyed a sophisticated evening of fine dining, the debonair Shikoku, let's call him Big D, ordered another cocktail to wind down after a busy day at the salt mines. The vibe that evening was particularly electric. You see, every year, Abu Dhabi plays host to one of the largest sporting events in the world, the final race of the Formula One season. Big D was there during race week. The track is literally located at the marina from the restaurant, which tends to attract A-listers, celebrities, athletes, entertainers, royalty, and dignitaries alike through the event's festivities. Just as Big D prepared to close out what was likely a hefty tab, he received an unexpected phone call from Watch Anish. Anish. You make it to Abu Dhabi? Big D. Yes. At Cipriani. What's happening? Anish. Perfect. I'm here as well. Would you like to meet Richard Meal? Big D. Um, are you kidding me? Absolutely. Big D could hardly contain his fanboy excitement. For a true watch enthusiast, meeting the founder of a watch brand you care about is a pretty big deal. It's especially noteworthy when the brand just so happens to be one of the hottest in the world and is seen as a leader in the high-end luxury watch market. Upon exchanging pleasantries, not only was Big D struck by Mr. Meal's refined elegance, but he was most impressed by his down-to-earth demeanor. This is pretty remarkable considering his watch can fetch well over a half a million dollars. Like an overstimulated child meeting his favorite sports star for the first time, Big D proceeded to ask his new bestie if he would pose for a photo. With a playful smirk and a twinkle in his eye, Mr. Meal replied, Only if you're wearing one of my watches. Luckily enough, he was. With a flick of the wrist, Big D flashed the beautiful RM29 and prepared for his close-up. Tell you what, let's make this moment even more special, Mr. Meal said. Do you mind if I include a few guests for our photo? Big D was completely befuddled, but of course he went along with it. They walked a few tables over to greet three poshly dressed men. Allow me to introduce you to my friends, Fernando Alonso and Jean Todd. Gentlemen, please meet Big D, a fan of the brand. Would you mind posing for a photo with us? In awe, Big D immediately recognized that these were legendary Formula One figures. One, a race car driver for McLaren, who had previously raced for Scuderia Ferrari, and the other, the president of the Federation Internationale de Automobile, FIA. The newly formed entourage took a short walk just outside the restaurant balcony and snapped off one of the most epic photos Big D had ever taken. Grand Prix track in the background and all. You know that Dos Equis beer campaign, still popular today, called the most interesting man in the world? Well, I often conjure mental images of Big D reciting their famous hook, but in his own super silky smooth, Marvin Gaye-esque voice, with a little more reverence. I don't always drink beer, because I'm a grown-ass man and prefer to drink whatever I want, when I want. Let me start off by saying that Big D is a gem of a human being, and I feel honored to call him a friend. We first met in person through a mutual watch fam friend, PB and Watches, in Washington, D.C., of all places. I was there for work, and he was passing through for the holidays. My buddy, Mr. Daniel James, actual name Dan, whom I had also met through the community, 
was joining me for drinks that night. So the three of us decided to get together at the very famous Jack Rose Saloon for a few drinks. We instantly became friends as we talked watches, ate a lot, and drank until they kicked us out of the building. The famous quote of the evening, which we often refer to even to this day, we own this fucking bar, which was later converted into a conveniently abbreviated hashtag, hashtag W-O-T-F-B. Good times indeed. Big D is no stranger to the watch community and is rather well known within its circles. What's particularly interesting about him, to keep the Dosakis theme going a bit longer, is that he travels rather frequently internationally for work, and he often meets up with community members all over the world. Similar to my own experiences, as well as many others I've interviewed, Big D is deeply drawn to the interpersonal side of the community, and is amazed at the numerous bonds he's established, especially with those he would never be able to meet otherwise. It never ceases to amaze me how well watch fan people treat me all over the world. In many cases, these are people I've only spoken to through social media and never actually met in person. Yet when I meet them for the first time, they treat me with warmth and care I normally would see in actual family. I've never seen anything like that before. It's incredible. Early in his initial foray into social media, Big D had a number of exchanges with Fremstar actual name Sam, about the Patek Philippe brand. He had the impression that they only produced old man watches and that he just couldn't relate to them. Sam had a very different take on the brand and insisted he would convince him to change his view one day. A few months later, Big D was traveling through New York City and decided to look Sam up. This was the first time meeting anyone through social media and he was initially a bit guarded. Sam invited Big D to join him at an art exhibit on Chelsea Pier, not far from the intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum. Upon meeting, both chatted watches for a few minutes before Sam removed his own Patek watch, reference 5070J, in yellow gold, and asked him to wear it as they explored the exhibit. Big D was immediately caught off guard by Sam's kindness, but he got a great vibe from him. He was also surprised at how much he loved this particular Patek which was a modern, sporty piece that he had not experienced or even seen before. Over lunch, Big D took a few photographs of the watch on the wrist to commemorate the moment. Just before taking it off to hand it back to Sam, Sam then told him to put it back on, and that he wanted him to borrow it for as long as he would like. You realize I live in Africa, right, Sam? said Big D. Yes, of course I do, Sam replied. Big D was in utter shock as he tried to process the moment. Sam, we just met today, and I might not be back in New York City for another six months. You know this doesn't make any sense, right? Sam proceeded to explain how he sensed that he was a good person and that there was no risk in his eyes. And he was convinced that if Big D spent some time with the watch, he would quickly learn just how well it suited him. He even gave Big D the added assurance that he didn't need to leave his own watch as collateral or anything like that. This is just one friend lending a watch to another. It's probably important to note a few things here to set some context. First, the watch is valued at around $70,000. Second, Sam has zero to do with the watch industry. He's just a collector and would receive no financial benefit from loaning his watch. As one might expect, Big D didn't feel comfortable borrowing the watch, but he was extremely touched by the crazy gesture. His relationship with Sam would continue to flourish from there, 
and he would even purchase his very first Patek as a result of his new friend's guidance. He got the same reference, but his would be in rose gold. Sam's intuition was spot on. Big D has since been converted to a Patek Philippe junkie. In July 2016, Big D would travel again and would touch down someplace he had never been before, Lebanon. He was hungry and jet-lagged, but he had just enough juice left to post a social media blast that read, Greetings from Beirut. The time was 11 p.m., and he had just gotten to his hotel. His fluffy bed of pillow angels was calling his name. As he prepared to call it a night, Louis made it. Real name Louis texted him directly. Are you really in Beirut? Which hotel? Big D would confirm moments later, but he also let Louis know that he was tired and that maybe they could connect another time that weekend. For context, Louis is a very active member in the community. Even though his feed focuses exclusively on beautiful dishes of food, that he prepares himself as a menu consultant. Nonsense, Louis replied. We're going out tonight. I'll pick you up in 30 minutes. After a quick shower, Big D was ready to rally and made his way down to the lobby. He exchanged pleasantries with the hotel work and explained it was his first time in the country. Moments later, at 11.30 p.m., on the dot, Louis sprinted across the lobby floor and gave Big D one of the biggest bear hugs he had ever received. It's so, so good to see you, my brother. Welcome to my country. Let's have some fun tonight. Louis went on to host Big D through an evening of legendary proportions. Beirut, or so I've heard, is known for having some of the best nightlife in the entire world. Big D was able to confirm that for me firsthand, and he mentioned that Louis introduced him like a family member to every one of his friends that night. He said it felt like he was hanging out with an old friend, only in a new place. As they stumbled out of the final club destination for the evening, a converted bomb shelter and began to make their way back to the hotel, Big D reflected on what he immediately realized was a great life experience. The time was almost 6 a.m., and there was a new hotel staff from a shift change, but the same fluffy bed of pillow angels that he could no longer ignore. A few days later, after a lot of recuperative relaxation, Big D would meet up with another well-known watch fan community member by the name of the Daddio, real name Omar. Omar had gotten wind of Big D's arrival from Louis, so he too rolled out the red carpet treatment. Omar is a fashion consultant and family man with a serious watch addiction and an incredibly warm heart. On the day they hung out, Big D felt the love from Omar, just as he had from Louis. On that day, Louis would actually invite Big D and Omar to his beautiful countryside home. Picture an idyllic pastoral landscape with sweeping mountain views framing the backdrop and Louis's parents happily walking the grounds. I felt very fortunate and honored to have been with such great people, Big D recalls. Louis proudly picked fresh vegetables from his own garden nearby and lovingly prepared an elaborate and delicious meal for his family and friends, served al fresco just as the sun began to set on a flawless day. The group enjoyed each other's company, hardly talking of watches at all, and simply chatted the night away. Big D would later refer to the evening as surreal and perfect. After speaking with Big D, I found his views on the community are very similar to those of many others with whom I've spoken about. There's something uncannily special when it comes to the bond between avid watch enthusiasts. Sure, the common ground of a shared interest knocks down walls initially and sparks an instant connection. 
but the relationship that sometimes continues to develop beyond that is nothing short of remarkable. I apologize in advance for waxing sentimental, but I think it's important to go after new life experiences that could expand one's worldview, increase intelligence, decrease ignorance, and help bring acknowledgement to the beauty of everyday life, especially when it comes to making human connections. I'm sure that many can agree that finding commonalities and forging new friendships are not always easy things to do. This is especially true as you get older and more set in your ways. It's another way to make new friends. Imagine how different Big D's Beirut story might have been if he hadn't met the likes of Louis or Omar. Would it have ever been a story worth telling at all? Maybe. Would it have been surreal and perfect? I think more than likely no. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. I've always been that way. With my respect for time and admiration for all things mechanical, I have always had a watch on my wrist since childhood. At the Paul Lewin.